superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show, show, show. And you don't stop. You don't stop. With guest host Bobby Bones, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Freaking Rich Eisen. He's calling me. That's cool. I let Steve hear me talk to Rich Eisen on speakerphone, and he was like, That's a cool thing I've ever heard him on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, man. That's, That's super awesome. cool. Today's guests college basketball analyst Coleman Crawley. Rich Eisen checks in from Indianapolis. Host of the Life Gorgeous podcast, Craig Kilborn. And now, sitting in for Rich. It's Bobby Bones. The question in a few minutes is, is it creepy to tweet a recruit? Like as an adult man, I had a hypothetical. What's a hypothetical? Yeah. So we'll talk (laughs) about that coming up in a few minutes. The NFLPA put out the player team report cards, and it's just fascinating to see all of this together. And the the fact that somebody got an F minus, that doesn't exist. An F minus doesn't exist. And yet a a team got one. It's amazing. So... If you go over to the NFLPA website, I'll read you part of this article. One of our core jobs as a union is to improve the overall working conditions for our players, which includes the daily experience. So they list all the report cards. Up first, treatment of families. So it's you, your family, your kids, your wife, your grandma, whomever comes. How do they treat you? Baby mama. Number one, A plus, Dallas Cowboys. A plus. And I'm just going to give you the A's and basically the D's and the F's. The Panthers at an A, and the Vikings at an A, and the Buffalo Bills at an A minus. And that minus probably just because it's snowy and hard to get there. You know, it's hard to get the whole family there when you got to get a snowplow. It's cold. Now, if you go down to the F's and the D's, like I, I, laughed, guess? I laughed out loud at these. Broncos D plus. <laughs> Thought it would be better. That's not a team that I wow. would. Wow. Yeah. That I, and now the Walmart owners buy. Like you should have like. Access to everything. You walk everything. in the facility, there's a Walmart in there. there what do you need? Be, yes. They gave Sean Payton the store, from what we understand. <laughs> yeah. That ain't true, is it? Nah. That would be awesome. Just, yeah, Sean Mart. Uh, also, the Rams, which you guys live here, is the Ram- are they known as an organization that doesn't really? take care the of folks? Rams? I didn't, I didn't see that. I don't really know much about them. Wow. The Bucks, the Chargers, the Steelers, all with Ds or D-minuses. Now, let's get to the Fs. Uh-oh. The Arizona Cardinals with an F. Not That's an organization I look at as being effing anything. Oh, wow. The owner flies you. The owner flies you. He, he picks you up on his, his own, own plane. plane. F. Okay, Cincinnati Bengals, F. I get it. Cincinnati's always been known for not spending a whole bunch of money on their facilities, their practice facility, outside. You know, so I get that. I, that, I get that. Okay, the Jaguars and the Washington Commanders. Well, that's not surprising. That's a, <laughs> they could be Fs across the board to be like, yeah, I felt that. Yeah, 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 yeah I got yeah, that. Yep. Another sense. one. 
Let's go over to weight room, which you think would be a priority for every team. For every team. It should be A pluses across the board. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. 32 A's. <laughs> here, here are your A pluses. The Cowboys, the Bills. I mean, come on. The, the Raiders and the Dolphins. Jerry spends money. Big and strong boy. There are a lot of A's and A minuses, but let's go down to the one F minus. Oh. Can we guess this? What team has the weakest O line? Um, that's a that's fun. Yeah, good question. Defensive line. I don't know. I, I, that was just a guess. I have no idea, Bobby. It's, it's the right. Cardinals again. <laughs> An F minus. Do they not have two forty fives? They only have one. <laughs> there's one bar. There's like always the, a line yeah. for bench. It's like the plate. Is it? Uh, give me a forty five and then a twenty five and a ten. You haven't do math. Not have two forty five. <laughs> yeah, you're doing the math to make the bars equal on each side. <laughs> well, I got forty five on the right and I got twenty five on, on the, the left, left, but we'll put two on, so you're still about five pounds off. An F minus. What do they do? Give you a membership to Twenty Four Hour Fitness? Say, That's it. They don't have. A weight There's room. no weight room. It's like here's your key card to get in over it. Well, they give you a 24-hour fitness membership, Bobby, but it's only open for 19 hours. That's, See, that's true. That's how they get you. That's where that F comes in. Locker room: Dolphins A plus, Vikings A plus, Raiders A plus, Cowboys A plus. How does everybody not want to go play for the Cowboys? How this are we is not the 32 times Super Bowl champions? Exactly. At this point? <laughs> we have two Fs. One of them is the Cardinals again. <laughs> the locker room. Do they even have a, a facility? Are they, do they just meet at the Y before the game? What's happening here? How do they have so many Fs on things? This seems awful biased. There's something. Yeah, it's, it's, like, like, it's the basic stuff. Like yes, weight yes. room, being nice to your players' families. Yeah, that's and, a, it's like when you're a kid. When you're, you learn that in kindergarten. Be kind, you know, yeah. be nice. It's very simple. That should be easy. They don't have like a food rating or any of that. You no. should have to have, like if you're trying to open up like a Jimmy John's, they go, they go, okay, do you have enough money to open this? And we need to see that you have the net worth to make sure you can keep funding it over a while. Yeah. I do not own a, own a Jimmy John's. I haven't been to one in a while. It's just what came to my head. So if you, Jimmy John's, they want to make sure. Do the Cardinals not have the money? Like, they, they buy the team, but they can't actually afford to fix the car they bought that was way too expensive anyway? That's crazy. The Commanders, F-. minus, F-. minus. Well, they can't even decide on the team. In there, locker so that's room. In locker room. Well, they pay a quarter to get in the locker every time? <laughs> F-? minus. <laughs> and by the way, the Dallas Cowboy Tutors locker room is Whoa. nicer than most of the... It's right next to the, the, the regular uh, players' locker room. It's nicer than half the like teams in America, like their locker rooms. It's beautiful. So Dallas is getting A's for a reason. Yeah, Dallas is crushing the report card. Yep. Uh, The travel, and we'll end on this one. A-plus is for three teams, the Raiders, the Saints, and the Texans on travel. And then if we scroll to the bottom of this. The Cardinals. There are four Fs and one F-minus. Okay. Well, we know one of them. Well, And you're not going to believe this. The Cardinals, not an F. Oh. Oh. Yeah, the Cardinals actually got a B-plus. It's the one thing they spend money on, apparently. It's like a train ticket. It's like, all right, get on, guys. We'll cover you. You can sit in the front. Well, they do have their own plane. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, uh, here we go. The only F minus was the Commanders. Is that place just miserable to it be? Has, it has to be. Yeah. I have no connection. I don't know anybody there. I just know people that are Commanders fans, and they hate Dan Snyder because he won't spend the money, well, apparently, to have a locker for the player or, or spend money on the players. Or spend... And obviously all of the things that have come out in the past few months where, listen, they're trying to get Dan Snyder out of there. I would be trying to get Dan Snyder out of there. He's a black guy for the league. But he got an F minus. If you get any F minus, this is what they should do. We send you down like they do in soccer. We're going to do the report card. Any F minus, you're, what do they call it? Regulated. Relegated. Relegated. I don't watch soccer that much. Gone. But that's what they should do. But the report card was hilarious to me. I was at the house like last week and I'm working out. 
got those Apple watches, one of the new ones. I'm, I'm blind pretty much. So my right eye has like 8% vision, period. My left eye is all messed up too, so I wear glasses. And uh, they're very thick rim glasses. My inspirations as a kid were Rivers Cuomo from Weezer and Buddy <laughs> Holly. And I thought, well, if they can be nerdy and cool, maybe I can be nerdy you and cool. You do have a Buddy Holly vibe. Thank you. Well, I, th- I think thank you. Yes. Okay, cool. And so I can't... Corey s- Feldman from Stand By Me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. Uh, uh, you've moved down to number four on the power <laughs> list of Cowboy <laughs> fans. <laughs> and number three, there's no one. That's a great movie. What yeah, are we I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's just the Corey Feldman thing, you know? I, hey, man, he did his thing. Uh, so my, my watch goes off. It's a phone call. And it says, you don't have to have their number on your phone. Some people, their name just pops up because, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm calling <laughs> Caller ID, we used to know it would go, here's the number, here's the name associated with it. Cell phones, that didn't happen all the time. No. But sometimes it'll go, and it says his number, and it says Rich Eisen. And I'm like, guys, Rich Eisen's calling me right now. I just, it was the tail end of my workout. And I didn't want to answer like this, hey, Rich. Because <laughs> I felt like he would, that wouldn't be a good first. Like, he would know what was up. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? So I didn't answer. I texted him back after I gained my composure. And I was like, hey, man, sorry I missed your call. But I started to get nervous to even talk to him on the phone. Because Rich Eisen, to me, is a it's, he's hero status. Like, when it comes to people that have influenced my life in, in, in many ways as a personality, because he was able to be a personality in sports, which there wasn't a lot of that till that era happened. True. And so, I was like, I can't call him. I don't have it in me right now. It was like, he was a seventh grade girl, I was a seventh grade boy, and she was calling me, and I couldn't answer the phone because I was too nervous. <laughs> because I didn't know what I was going to say. And so... <laughs> I t- later, I've, I'd finished a lot of my work for that evening and I texted him. I said, hey man, I'm able to talk. I'd gained my, I'd warmed up some milk and you know, did the whole thing where you calm yourself down, took some deep breaths. I said, I can talk now. And he said, well, I'm at dinner. I'll call you tomorrow. I said, okay. So then all night, I just kept thinking, yeah. Rich Eisen's going to call me tomorrow. <laughs> Didn't sleep at night. It, it, was, a, it was a tough one yeah. for me. Yeah. And so then finally he calls. <laughs> he's like, hey man. And I'm, I'll be honest here, I was playing Madden. Uh, I play Madden. We play in the league. Me and my four, we have three friends. We play in a Madden league where we gamble, and, but we each have a team. We build oh. them. Shout out to the Steve Loves Doritos Madden league, and we're in, and I'm playing, but you talk to your friends at the same time. And so Rich calls, and I just put it on speaker so my friend can hear that I'm talking to Rich Eisen. And Rich didn't say anything bad, obviously, but he was so cool. And he goes, hey, man, you're coming in. You're going to love the guys. Make the show your own. Book who you want to book, do, and I'm like, I'm I'm talking to Rich Eisen right now. Like it was one of those moments where I really appreciated, kind of how hard I'd worked and the the decisions I'd make because I was getting to talk to Rich Eisen. That to me was cool. Do you guys ever have anybody that comes in here where you see them and you go, you know, I get to see a lot of people a lot of time, but this is cool. Like this is special because to me that was special. The fact that he took time out of his day, he could have had any of you guys call me. He could have had an assistant of an assistant, but he called me and sat on the phone for 15, 20 minutes. And that, to me, I was like, Rich must be awesome, like as a human. And so that was special to me. So I want to ask you guys, you guys get to be around a lot of cool people. Chris, Ooh. I'll start with you. Who, who have you met? And you're like, oh man, I'm jaded, but right now this is awesome. That's come through these doors? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This in life? Yeah, it, oh, yeah. I got mine. Oh, that's, we might you need got two hours Go ahead, Mike. If you I got, got yours, mine. go ahead. Al Michaels, man. Mm. The first that's time he came in the studio and I was like, Wow, this is Al Michaels. Like, I watched him on TV mm-hmm. as a kid. He does a miracle on ice. I remember watching that when they replayed it, and I was like, this is so cool. And, like, he came next, like, and started talking to me. And I'm like, 
this is like, I mean, we recorded some stuff with him. And I'm like, this is like mm -hmm. the most awesome. Like as a kid, if you told me 40 years ago, you'd be talking to Al Michaels. And you'd be like sitting next to him and he would know like your name and you'd have a conversation like when he's come in. I'm like, get out of here. Chris, that's it. That's, that's a good it. one. I mean, look, just even getting to work with Rich. So when I, you know, I'm in college. Yeah. We're cramming into my buddy's dorm room because he's the only one on our floor who actually paid for the cable TV <laughs> on his 13-inch built-in VCR. And we're watching SportsCenter every night, just getting a recap. It was Rich and Stu doing the highlights. And it's like you said, Mike. It's yep. like, hey, fast forward 20 years. Yep. More than that. 30 years. And you're going to be, you know, 20. And you're going to be with him every single every day, day doing something so cool. Even our third hour guest, Craig Kilborn's coming in. I love the Late Late Show. Debuted Same. when I was in school. Huge, huge fan. I just got his sense of humor. Really appreciated it. Loved it. Craig's going to come in, and you're going to have a conversation with him. If I see him out, he will recognize. That is just, it's just kind of mind-blowing, TJ, what we get to do all, yeah, every yeah. single day. And it's like you try not to take it for granted. You try not to become jaded. But, like, every single celebrity who comes in is mad cool from Kevin Costner to Brian Cranston to Matt Damon. And it's like, A of the A-list, they don't have to be nice to you. They're no. fucking superstars. Yeah. And there are. They're the coolest guys, down-to-earth, salt-of-the-earth guys. And what we get to do every day is just so awesome. TJ? I mean, for me, there's been so many. I, I've been very fortunate in my time in L.A. that I've got to meet so many people. Who that blew I've you never... away, TJ? Come on. Who Come is on. it? If we're one, give me one. Just on this show. It doesn't matter. I don't care who uh, it is. Well, I'll, I'll limit it to this show because my experience are like <laughs> kind of crazy. But just for this show, I mean, you know, you have guys like Morgan Freeman came in and that was mind boggling to me. But then there's also this huge Cowboys fan getting to meet Michael Irvin, getting to meet Troy Aikman, getting to meet I met. Emmett outside of the show before, but the fact that Michael Irvin, like, kind of, I think, could pick me out of a crowd and would know my name. The fact that Deion Sanders, who, you know, who's the reason I started rooting for Florida State, the fact that he kind of knows who I am, those are things that kind of, like, definitely trip you out. But, like, actor-wise, I'd say Morgan Freeman was one that was just like, holy crap, man, like, you know, Morgan mm -hmm. Freeman. It's even just sitting at this desk, I don't, this is an amazing day for me. And that's so why you guys know that. Like, I come in here today and I'm kind of nervous. I, don't get, I only get nervous for things that matter, right? We only get yeah. nervous. For, it's rare in our life True. that we get to get nervous about something good that's about to happen yeah. or an opportunity at something good. And a lot of times we feel like nerves are a bad thing. And I come in and I love the nerves because I'm like, I know who all you guys are. You guys are introducing yourself, being nice to me. And I just want to be like, yeah, I know everything about you. But I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't do that, though. So That was like the first time I ever met Adam Sandler. Mm -hmm. He did our old show at NFL Network and we we're getting ready to tape and I'm just in the back and I knew that he's from New Hampshire and I grew up in Maine. And so I just wanted to talk to him about, you know, kind of living in, in North, North New England. And he was like, Hey, what's up, man? I'm Adam. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I, no crap. I'm like, yeah, I've been yeah. watching you since I was 10. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to Rich coming up next hour from the combine. A couple things we're going to get into in a few minutes. Uh, the top five records that won't be broken, meaning it's anniversary of Wilt's hundred points. I don't, that'll never be broken. Right. We that don't think so. That'll never be broken. Maybe. I mean, you guys yeah. are coming close. Uh, you guys are knocking. I mean, yeah, two seventy ones this year, sure, but that still ain't even that close. That's, that's, that's not even three quarters. Yeah. That's not even three quarters of the way there. Yeah. You need a whole other quarter. So we're gonna get to that, and as Chris mentioned, like Craig Col Kilborn's gonna be on. That's the, that's, uh, it's the coolest. It's yeah. yeah, it's absolute coolest. So we have a lot to do. Uh, is it? 
creepy to tweet a recruit. And I'll tell you, just, I don't know, hypothetical. I don't know, random. <laughs> Not then, that you've done it. Right no, right. I, don't, I don't know. Just me just throwing something out there. And then uh, I do want to talk about somebody passing on an interview, not wanting to be interviewed by me. And I'm deeply offended by it. Ooh. And I took it very personal. And that's all. And I'll put it out there. I'm, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to go, ham. We're about to have it. <laughs> that's right. You heard me say it. Okay. We're coming back. In just a second, we'll have <laughs> Coleman Crawley. He looks like he's 12, but what he's been doing and why he was kicked out of a science fair project in school, it's hilarious. <laughs> but he's also an expert at mid-majors and how you're going to make a bunch of money during NCAA. Oh, here you go, Brockman. Yes. Get ready, boys. <laughs> Bobby Bones, in for Rich Eisen. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. In case you missed it, we broke the news earlier that Aaron Rodgers will be playing for the Titans because I met somebody who claimed to work construction on his new house and says Aaron will be living there full-time. There you go. You, have, you heard it here? In case you missed it. That's I like that. Thank you. It's rich, just in. I can't wait till this gets picked up nationally. Me too, buddy. Me too. The Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. We're here. We're doing it. Thank you. I'm Bobby Bones at Mr. Bobby Bones if you want to follow on social. But follow the Rich Eisen Show for sure. And I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click, Granger.com, or just stop by. Now, college basketball time. Even if you're not a massive college basketball fan, you'll probably get into some sort of bracket in some way. We do a Calcutta. You guys ever heard of that? Where it's a, That's you, a golf game too, right? Yeah, probably. I don't know. They just call it that. <laughs> but it's you, you bid on a team, and let's say, oh, let's, see. let's say I buy Memphis for 50 bucks, and sure. the further they go, the more money I make. But you also, if they don't go up, you lose money too. So there's all these, all these ways to just, hey, to have fun and be entertained. That's all I'm saying. Nothing else. Entertainment. <laughs> Entertainment. That's all, that's all it is. So Entertainment purposes only. Now is the time to kind of get into it if you're going to do a little bit of entertaining. And I'm going to bring on Coleman Crawley, who to me, this guy, I say, guys, hey, Coleman, oh, first of all, welcome to the Rich Eisen Show on Bobby Bones. You already know me, but how's your day going so far, buddy? It's going great. Thank you so much, Bobby and Rich and the team for having me. So how old are you? That's what they were asking me during the break here, because in the picture, you look nine. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. I'm 26, look 12. Yes, that's true. So here's the thing about Coleman. He has been, over the last 61 days, how many games have you been to personally in the last 61 days? I've been to now 67 games in 64 days. Okay, so it's wow. nice. 67 and 64. Now, he's not just going to all the big games. Actually, it's not that at all. What is your purpose with going to all these games, Coleman? I am trying to find Cinderella before she's at the ball. Last year, St. Peter's was that Cinderella, made a run to the Elite Eight. They only averaged 526 people in attendance at their home games, so I knew I could get great access to a high level of basketball. 
and I'm trying to find everyone's darling before March back in January and February. So what he's going to give us in a second is if we want to entertain ourselves and make a little extra entertainment, he's going to give us one of those or two of those Cinderella teams that he feels like will really disrupt the NCAA tournament this year. I want to go back to when you were uh, 14 years old, so like two years. I want to go back to your 14. (laughs) Tell the guys about the science fair project you did and then what happened at the end of it. Yes, I was in sixth grade and decided to do my science fair project over if I could find trends within data to beat Vegas against the spread. So this was in the fall (laughs) during college football season. And I actually had quite a bit of success with it. Ten weeks of studying teams and then three weeks of fake predictions. I went 17-6 and during that stretch. And so they told me my project would have moved on to state. This was a sixth to ninth grade competition. I was the youngest. But being in Oklahoma... They felt that it was unethical to move a gambling project on to state. So didn't get a move on, but got a good grade on my project. Don't they have casinos in Oklahoma? How is that unethical? Uh, he's not Native American. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Bible Belt, I don't know. I mean, the casinos are all Native American there. That's true. And Coleman is, uh, as you can see, a very young, very white, very pasty. I was going to say pasty, <laughs> but white also works. Yes. I, I am Native, <laughs> but yeah, look white. <laughs> So, Coleman, you do the project and they just say you won, but you can't continue. But did that kind of inspire you to go into this and actually find ways, as you said, to beat Vegas? Absolutely. My dad's not much of a gambler. He's the one that came up with the idea, but uh, I guess he underestimated how competitive I was. It's sort of a filthy habit, for sure. All right, we're going to do three teams that you think could be the Cinderella team from these mid-majors. Give us one right now and tell us why. UAB, I've been telling you Marshall was my favorite Cinderella all year long, Bobby, but it has switched to UAB since I got to watch them twice over this past weekend. They have maybe the most electric under six-foot guard in the country in Jelly Walker. He shoots the ball tremendously well from behind the arc. They've got a seven-footer built like an ox inside and Trey Jimison, six-seven guy in K.J. Buffin, an ultra-athletic six-four guard that played at LSU last year in Eric Gaines. So, They absolutely have power six level of athleticism, size to go along with a sensational player in Jelly Walker. Marshall, same thing, power six athleticism, size. They have a guy in Tavion Kinsey going to be a pro without a doubt, and Andy Taylor is another guard. They both average over 20 points per game on the same team. They're definitely a team that could be a Cinderella. Outside of that, there's several teams that I could pick. I'm going to go with Drake out of the Missouri Valley. They have a coach's son as the leading scorer. He's a sophomore. Tucker DeVries averages 19 points per game. Outside of Tucker, the next five leading scorers are all seniors. So they're a veteran team that shoots the ball really well, um, and I think they're a team that, that could make a run as well. So write this down, UAB, Marshall, Drake. That's Cole McCrawley. Give us that there so you can make you some extra entertainment uh, when March Madness starts. Uh, Coleman, how many miles you put on your car in the last 60 days or so, driving around? 19,000. In two months, driving to all About these games. About 300 a day. And how do you have the money to do this? Meaning you had a job. What was the job? Yes, I worked in sales. Um, and so I knew I was going to get paid commission at the end of the year and thought, okay, I can use that commission to have, I guess, bet on myself money for the next couple months before I run out and go dead broke. And we're getting close to running out and going dead broke, but we're going to fight through through March. <laughs> He's going to go to March. Uh, uh, Coleman Crawley. Bracketologist, a guy that grinds. I hired him on my sports show called 25 Whistles, which is a podcast, and he's so good. And there you go, UAB, Marshall, and Drake. And you, are you still married, or has your wife left you yet for driving to all these games? 
I'm still married. Yeah. Uh, she's about to fly out Friday, but talk to me again next month, and I may have a different answer for you. All right, buddy. Hey, we appreciate the time, and we're going to hold you accountable if these teams do not win us a lot of entertainment. Okay, buddy? <laughs> understand. Understand. Thank you for having me. All right, there he is, Coleman Crawley. Thanks, Coleman. Yeah. I mean, he's a kid that goes hard, right? You have to respect just the, the, the drive of somebody. That hustle, man. Yeah. I, mean, I, I was a lot just of, looking like, at the thing on this Twitter about what he did. Like, wow. He he does not have a, it's not like he has much family money and can just go like, I'll take mommy and daddy's money and then go drive around. Like he worked hard, built up and then took that and bet on himself. Like I think that's the kind of guy we can all kind of go, dang, like that's who you want. That's who you want to work with, work for. That's who you want to support. I think everyone in this room can kind of identify with betting on yourself. But do you win or lose with you guys? That's the question. If I bet bet on you, do you win? Most of the time, I got to say so. That's all I need. (laughs) I'm going to need about 90 seconds to talk about baseball coming up in a minute. So we'll get to that. I do want to talk about an interview that passed to to come here and talk with me. And I was a little offended. We cool? I mean, we cool to do this? We just throw it out there? We we cool? All right. All right, look. Texas A&M has a head basketball coach. You familiar with Buzz at all? You guys know? Okay, so Texas A&M is actually really good this year. Oh. And so Buzz Williams head basketball coach there I'm he came up to me once and was like hey can I get a picture with you and I was like of course he goes my, my kids big fans mm-hmm. and I was like awesome and so we're coming up here they're like go talk to Buzz like absolutely they like Buzz passes what, wow. what do you mean Buzz passes <laughs> <laughs> Buzz asked for a picture with me oh he was the old Marquette coach <laughs> yeah and then he passed yeah. we, he was, we were on the court he goes hey I th- we, it was an Arkansas A&M game we just beat him he goes hey you mind if I get a picture real quick and I was like, you talking to me? Like, yeah. <laughs> and cool. So I was like, I'd love to talk to him. That was an awesome guy. We're best friends now. Buzz passes. Wow. I'm going to put that on my, my headstone when I die. Buzz passes. You're like, Buzz, Buzz this passed. wasn't my dream baby. Mm-hmm. This was yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted that picture. So I now here on this show. Do they have a game tonight? On the Rich Eisen show. I curse them. Ooh. That's right. You're hearing it right now. Ooh. Do you have any, I don't know. Do you have any spooky well, like, uh, cursing type music? Chime or something. <laughs> I curse Texas A&M basketball right now. It may not be this game. It may not be the next. But until he comes on, maybe tomorrow. He may come on tomorrow and lift yeah, the curse. Maybe we should hold that off until yeah, yeah, Friday. Okay. We'll hold know? the curse for 24 hours. <laughs> Wait, they have a massive game. They have Saturday home against number two Alabama. Yeah, I bet they lose because of the curse. Well, he better call in now That's if he don't want to lose. He wants the show bump. Get on the phone. Uh, Does he know about our show bump, Bobby? I don't, I don't think he Good is. things I, happen when you come on this show. Apparently not because he said I would li- not like to talk to Bobby. Uh, 844-204-RICH if you guys want to call us. You can watch us on the Roku channel, obviously. You can listen on SiriusXM or stream for free on the Odyssey app or odyssey.com. You can also follow at Rich Eisen Show, and, which is what I do. And we're going to get into our, a couple things. The, the, the records that will never be broken in sports. And this happened because I think it was, maybe it was Chris. You said Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah, today's the anniversary of Wilt's 100-point game. I just wonder, in that game, what his teammates were thinking. Were they thinking, let's help him or do chill? <laughs> yeah, but I'm open. You would think it like points said, 50, dude, 59 to 74. They're like, dude, chill. But once it gets closer, like we might, this is something. Let's just jump in on it. <laughs> yeah, but, look, we can't fight this. So yeah. we might as well just go with it. Here you go, Will. At just some point, there's probably a little resistance. Like, come on, man. There's only one ball. But also, My it's girl's like, in the stands. Will, let me get it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. And we will talk to Rich coming up at the top of the next hour from the Combine. So why don't we break off for just a second, and when we come back, we're going to do the top five records that won't be broken, and we will have Craig Kilborn coming up next hour as well, which I'm super excited about, and maybe a few calls. Call in. This is like one of those boxes where you put in all your little complaints. I'm happy for it. I'm here. I'm Bobby Bones. 
filling in for Rich Eisen. Thank you, guys. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, coming up in a few minutes, Rich Eisen from the Combine, and then a little later in studio, Craig Kilborn. Super excited about both of those. Also, let me say, we had Coleman Crawley on, kid traveling to all these schools to find the next Cinderella. His Twitter is SharpShotSelect, if you guys want to follow him. Now, I do want to go over, because Chris is who brought this up, he's Will Chamberlain's anniversary, right? 100 points in a game. It's like, dude, pass me the ball. Or is it? Do you have the final score of that game? Yeah, so this was uh, obviously March 2nd, 1962, the uh, 61st anniversary. Mike, do the math for you. (laughs) Uh, Philadelphia Warriors, obviously they go on to become the Golden State Warriors, 169 to 147 over the New York Knicks. So there was another 69-point score. So maybe people felt pretty fulfilled. Oh, I I got a few shots in. (laughs) <laughs> I guess right. it was 103. That's the thing. So, so his teammates, uh, 11, 16, 17, 16, and York Larice poured in nine. Yeah, I don't know York Larice. I didn't follow his 30 for 30, so I'm not <laughs> familiar. But that's he's of the Pennsylvania Larices. Will, Will <laughs> was obviously no three point line. Will played all 48 minutes, 36 of 63 from the field, 28 of 32 from the foul line. 25 rebounds. Hey, and don't say he never passed, guys. Two assists. But did you hear the 28 for 32 from the free throw line for a big guy? That's, that's, that's almost absurd this day and age. I mean, almost 90%. And what was a career 51% free throw shooter? So he had a good night at the line. Yeah, that seems fishy, though. <laughs> he's 51 all of a sudden. He's like 90, 90 on the yeah. night. I don't know. We need to talk to a statistician that was there. Here we go. Top five records will never be broken. I have my list, and then I'm going to go to you guys. Number five, Scott Skiles' 30 assists Ooh, on December 30th, yeah. 1990. You'd think after assist 20, the, other, the guys on the other team go, he ain't shooting. <laughs> like, right. It's obvious he's not going to shoot the ball. We figured this out. Yeah, but 30 assists. Yeah, that's wild, crazy. That's I think like there's, like there's LeBron had like 19 in the last couple years, was like a, a recent high, but not been close next up now this interceptions in the nfl game jim hardy of the chicago cardinals who threw eight picks against the eagles now there have been some throw seven even ty detmer threw seven in 2001 but eight did they not have another person with an arm that could throw <laughs> eight interceptions that's like again me on madden now number three i hit 15 bets in a row <laughs> what this year on my podcast 20 and i don't consider myself to be great at this so this is not a but on my podcast, 25 Whistles, we would do a big, and I would go, let's go, bet this one. I hit 15 in a row publicly. Jeez. It got to the point where I was like, I must, something must be happening, so I just flip a coin. You're going to get banned. I'm like, bet 10 and 11, and I hit both of them too. So it's not all skill. I was having a good night, like Wilt. Hit 15 <laughs> in a row. That's number three, all time, greatest records that will never be broken. Very good. Number two, the single season free throw percentage. Jose Calderon, 98.1%. That is... That 98% for a whole season, that should just show you, though, it's like bowling. I think free throws are like bowling. If you just practice enough, you'll get good at it. If you're a basketball player and you just practice free throws enough, you'll get good at it. I think anybody can be a professional bowler. I said it. 
anybody can be a professional bowler if you just go and practice. What do you do? You throw it, you curve it. I see guys bowling. It's like a bunch of John Daly's. Like we get one John Daly in golf, and I like John Daly as far like he's from Arkansas. Like he goes out, wants some majors. You're like, that's Mr. Everyman. Bowling is like everybody's Mr. Everyman. So I think free throw shooting is like bowling. You just practice enough, you should get good at it. <laughs> and then number one, that my dumbest decision ever in football. High school football as a captain. Yeah, I'm not trying to brag here. And I went out. We are playing a team called Sparkman. I remember leaving pumped. It was a big game for us. Coach said, you go out there, we want to play defense. We're going to shut them down. I'm like, yo, let's go. I was a pretty wiry guy. Again, I didn't even grow really till college. I go out and flip the coin. They win the coin toss. They say, we'll defer. I say, we're, we're kicking. Well, here's the problem. They defer, and they get to pick the second half. So I said, we're kicking. The rest said, you're kicking. I said, yeah. They said, you sure? I said, yeah. So we kicked to start the game, and we kicked again at halftime. <laughs> so we kicked both, and then we lost by one touchdown. That's the dumbest decision <laughs> that will never be. Yeah, it was just terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, Records that will never be broken. Oh, Chris, what do you have? Uh, okay, here we go. I went a little more conventional. Uh, number five, Wayne Gretzky's career point total, 2,857. If Wayne Gretzky never scored a goal, he'd still have the most points of all time. Think about that for a second. Ricky Henderson's career stolen base mark, 1,406. That ain't ever getting never. touched. Jose Reyes, I think he's still playing. He might get to 1,000. No one's touching that. Richard Petty in 1967, guys, 20, yeah. won 27 NASCAR races, yeah, including yeah, yeah. 10 straight. That Nobody's happen. touching that. Nope. Michael Phelps, the, he's on the GOAT Mount Rushmore for athletics, 28 Olympic gold medals. And this one, Bobby, you're a golfer, you'll appreciate. Tiger Woods made the cut in 142 consecutive Oof. tournaments. That's bananas. Yeah. Cuts are a weird thing because I didn't know until we were watching, you watched it as well, Full Swing on Netflix. I didn't know if you missed the cut, you got nothing. No money. Not even like 50 bucks or like a 10% off at Applebee's card or something. (laughs) You would think you played, you did some work. You should get like SAG minimum or something. (laughs) I couldn't believe they go out there and they get nothing. Nothing. Which is wild. Don't even cover the trip. Nope. When they were showing Tiger in full swing, when Tiger came back like 18 months after the wreck, he was playing. Was it the the Master? No. What? what, what? Yeah, he played the Masters. Was it the Masters? That year, yeah, yeah. And he's walking and he uses his putter as a cane for the first time. Like, I got made me a little emotional. Like, I don't know Tiger. I never met Tiger. And, you know, from all accounts, Tiger's weird dude because he's been growing up in a weird situation. Famous his whole yeah. life. Yeah. I mean, he's been great. And But I, for some reason, and you guys may be the same, when Tiger plays, I'm just like rooting as hard as I can for yeah, him. Yeah, I love that guy. It's, he's not even 25. And I get it even then when he was dominating and young. And I was like, I get why I'm rooting. But now he comes out. I'm Tiger all the way. Me too. It is bizarre how much I just absolutely stand. I love Tiger Woods. All right, Mike, who do you have? For me, I didn't. I didn't actually do a list. You did. Okay, but when you hear this, okay, and so you, you hear just us, give just give me one that you're like, this is a record I think will be tough for anyone to touch ever. This is called spot questioning. This is why I win the awards. Oof, let me think about. One. I'm gonna come back about, to you. Yeah, think, think, think about, about music, think Mike. About That's your wheelhouse. Think about music. Oh, I got one. Go. Here you go. I'll come back. Come back. Okay. Come back. Go. All go. right. Go ahead, I got, TJ. I got to look at how many. All right. With mine, uh, you know, I, I just have five here and kind of tried to dabble in all the sports and things I like. Uh, we'll start off with Emmett Smith, 1,800, 18,355 career rushing yards. I don't think that's getting touched. 
uh, as a running back in the National Football League. Uh, right now, Roman Reigns is on 914 <laughs> days as the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight yeah. Champion, and we're making a big deal of it, but he has a long way to go to tie the great, the legendary Bruno San Martino's record, who for 11 total years and 4,040 days, yes. he reigned as champion of the World Wrestling Federation slash World Wrestling Entertainment. That's never, ever going to be touched. Then you got Wayne Gretzky. You brought up his total points, Chris. I brought up his assists, 1,963 assists. And again, like Chris says, you take all of his goals out, he's still the all-time leading scorer. With all these NBA players who are load managing and taking games off and not playing back-to-back and sitting out games, A.C. Green's 1,192 consecutive games played, that mark is going to last longer than the cockroach. They say if the bomb goes off, only thing left is a cockroach. Well, the cockroach and A.C. Green's consecutive game streak, because ain't nobody touching that. I almost did that one. Did you? I, I almost did. And in 1968, Denny McClain won 31 games for the Detroit Tigers. And I'm here to tell you, Bobby, Chris, Mike, there ain't no way never in the rock means ever is anyone going to win 31 games as a major league baseball pitcher again. It's not going to happen. Guys can't even pitch to the seventh inning nowadays. So you're never going to see 31 wins again. You might not even see 28 wins again. It, it's never going to happen. So there's just five of my tops right there. I'd like to shout out for the Bruno San Martino mention. That's a, that's I'm a huge wrestling fan, yeah. so I, I got to work that in everything I do almost. So. Mike, I need one, though. I got two. Okay, I'll give me oh, two. Here we go. Music, right, Mike? I got two. I, I am your personal music. producer. Yeah, there, was, thank you, TJ. That's why I love <laughs> TJ. I I say this and I it's obviously albums aren't sold anymore, but Michael Jackson and Thriller, fifty one million albums sold for Thriller, greatest album of all time. That's definitely never going to get broken because albums obviously don't get sold. Plays are a different story. Obviously today it's all about plays. But my second one is Beyonce, thirty two Grammys. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to get broken. Pretty amazing. It's yeah. hard to say that anyone's going to touch that. That's those are my two. Man, like the, the music. Thank the, you, the, TJ. The Beyonce, because I'm not I'm not a big Beyonce fan, but I can absolutely respect the 32 Grammys. That's crazy. The tickets that I mean, she sells. I mean, like, Quincy Jones has 28, I believe, and she has more than Quincy Jones, who's probably the greatest producer in the history of music. It's in, my, in my eyes, I mean. And she has more than he does. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I mean, he I'm, produced Thriller. I met, I met Beyonce when she was uh, in Destiny's Child. That's my one meeting with her. It's pretty cool. I was like, you, I told her, I sat her down. I said, you're going to make it. You need to go solo. And you know what? <laughs> I'm the reason. Yeah, there's a little talk we had. We got, to, we got to punk Beyonce once and make her think that she dropped a Christmas tree. And that was uh, for a bunch of kids. Where was that? It was the show Punked on MTV. Oh, you literally worked on the show Punk? Yeah, I was a producer on Punk. How, how, did, how did I not know this? I don't really talk about it that much. <laughs> TJ you ever, is the man of many, <laughs> many things. Did anybody ever get angry where you didn't show it because it was a little too real? Yeah, I mean, I have to say that the success rate for Punks were, was very, very high, right? And one thing that would happen was even if somebody thought something was a little weird... And he'd be like, I feel like I'm getting punked. Our, our actors were good enough that they would suck them back into whatever we were doing. But there was a time, and I'll, I'll drop it, A-Rod, I was in one punked my entire life. And it was Alex Rodriguez. He was getting punked at a restaurant. And he didn't want to sign off. So Ashton Kutcher, who was producer, of the show, literally, he and our lawyers were in the back literally ripping out tape. Like, tape got destroyed. Wow. But then there was, we had a, a Black Eyed Peas incident once. That one didn't go to air because that one went uh, left 
a little bit, but they they re, we redid the pump with someone else a little bit later. They had a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> they had a feeling something was up. And we didn't we didn't involve the manager, and he thought something bad was happening to Will I Am, so he comes starting trying to fight, and it was like, oh, oh wait a minute, this is this is just but justified. <laughs> I mean, I want him as my manager. Yeah, Let's put it that way. So. Let's yeah. talk about Jalen Carter for a second, and just in case you've not been watching or listening to anything sports related in the past couple of days, uh, former Georgia star Jalen Carter, one of the top drop, uh, one of the top prospects in the NFL's draft next month, has been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with a crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member. Details of the investigation released Wednesday, which is yesterday, cited evidence that Carter and Lacroix were operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing shortly before the crash. Reckless driving and racing are both misdemeanors in Georgia. And I talked about this earlier. I'm gonna, this is a summarized statement from Jalen Carter. Numerous media reports have circulated containing inaccurate information. There is no question that when all the facts are known, I will fully be exonerated of any criminal wrong, wrongdoing. And the fully exonerated thing actually stands out to me because you don't hear a lot of people putting out statements when they're trying to clear their name or say, hey, and they literally go, I did not do it. I am. I will be fully exonerated. Like there's some weight to that to me because an attorney had to see this before he put it out. Somebody that knows about language and words, they had to see this before it was put out. And there would have been. Wrote a, it. Yeah, oh, mm, yeah. 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 I just think that somebody, they must know some stuff that is going to come out that will look a bit different once everything is out. And my only point is everything isn't out yet. Yeah. And we, especially us in media, where we love ratings and headlines and clicks and we gotta be careful we gotta be careful until we know exactly what we're saying when it comes to things like this involving two people that tragically lost their life yeah and here they are at the the combine and he was now he wasn't going to work out and correct me if i'm wrong he was not going to work out but he was going to do the uh, medical and yeah. the questions right, right? Yep. interviews team interviews and you get your height and weight yep. medical evaluation and all that stuff and this isn't one of those where we hear about the NFL going, well, this agent's saying this to make someone fall down a board, because this is actually them going, we're going to go ahead and pursue this officially. So it's not one of those, because I've seen people online go, well, this is probably another team's probably some, this is not that yeah. at all. And with the draft, come, there's still enough time in between now and the draft for whatever it is to be flushed out, to be flushed out. Jalen Carter a lot of the teams had him at number one on their board if they didn't need a quarterback. Do you feel like this will significantly impact his draft position, Chris? I don't. I don't. I don't either because it's two misdemeanors. If one of them were a felony, I think it's a different situation completely. And again, there's some heavy, fully exonerated. It makes me feel like there's something there too. Why do you not? I, I think that it's because he's awesome. It's, it's kind of sad. It's like because he's a great, great player. If this was kind of a fringe guy, maybe a first rounder, a tweener, a second day pick, this maybe it, be, it would be give teams kind of justification for taking them off their board completely or moving him down a couple of rounds. But this guy is the con, you know consensusly the number one player, number one defender, national champion. Now, when he gets in these interviews, yeah, he's going to have to really explain himself. Why did you lie to police and investigators initially? Why were you doing this in the first place? Uh, time of day, decision-making. He's going to have to explain all of that and have his answers be satisfactory for some of these teams, but enough to take him out of the top five, top ten, first round? No. If you had him circled at one and you had a shot to get him at one, do they still take him at one? 
whomever they uh, do. Do you think that is that would happen? Is is he that much better than the other guy or players you were looking at? Is he that much better than Will Anderson to be like? All right, this guy's got some off the field stuff. Maybe we heard this, we heard that. We talked to a few teams and this and that. Ah, let's just go with the, the guy who we know doesn't have any of those issues, and there's not going to be that much of a drop off. Then maybe you go the other direction. But if you don't think so, if you're satisfied with what he tells you, all your background checks clear out, then sure, just take him number one if you were going to take him number one anyway. But something like this comes up, and it's not a good look this close to the draft. But like you said, there is enough time for everyone to hear what they need to hear to feel comfortable to take him number one. Will Anderson is working out, right? He was going to work out. Is that in, at the Combine? Because if I'm Will Anderson, why would I, I wouldn't work out. I mean, I'd just be like... If I was Will Anderson, I wouldn't even have played last year. That's true, too. I wouldn't work out now. I mean, what is there to gain? You're yeah, nothing, all, nothing to gain. You're already that guy. And let's say you're you've now decided to jump off Jalen Carter and you're going to go and you, you need somebody uh, defensively, especially that's you know playing a, a linebacker or defensive line guy. There's, you're not going to move up anywhere, but you can only underperform at the combine if you're somebody of that status. I, it's like bowl games. If I were a, a guy that was going to go early, I would probably pop out of the bowl game too if it was meaningless. Yeah, if it wasn't in the... Yeah. Tournament, Final Four, National Championship, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't do it. And either. I get why people get upset, because this is not how football used to be when I was a kid. But that's okay. Yeah. It's not, you're not a kid anymore. And so, it's different now. There's too much money involved. Too mu- there's, yes. too much, there's too much risk. And, you know, you get risk when you try to play careful. That's when you kind of get injured. But why put yourself out there? Why, why take the chance? Rich is going to call in like seven minutes or so, and we'll talk about, because I've heard nothing about how it's happening today. You know, we got here early and started working. I don't know what's happening at the Combine today. They pulled all, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they pulled all the defensive linemen or defensive tackle or who, whatever it was yesterday that was going to speak. Yeah, they, yeah, all the uh, defensive linemen, the prospects didn't speak yesterday. But Jalen Carter's back now. He's back at the Combine. He's back in Indianapolis. He's going to go through all the interviews. He's going to do all the measurables and the medical. And so I imagine we're going to hear those guys speak at some point. So he flew down and did what he had to do there and then came back, right? I believe so. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see what happens today whenever people can openly ask him things because it's not like he's had a lot of time to do media training on exactly what to say because this has happened now. He probably knew it was coming or they probably knew something was coming, but you never quite know when a charge is going to get because they don't share that information openly. So it'll be interesting. And you almost have to have him talk. You can't really protect them right now. You can't go, no, we can't let him talk right now. It's almost like you have to go, hey man, it's it's now time for you to prove who you are as a person, talk about the situation. Um, I would continue to say, I'll be exonerated if you really feel that way. Problem is, if he's not, you can't keep saying it. Like, They'll, play, they'll replay that clip 100,000 times. I imagine he'll have to really explain everything when he's meeting with teams and meeting with you know, high-level well, officials, but I'd imagine he'd get up there if there's a media scrum and say, on, ongoing investigation, yeah. I can't really talk he's much more about it. it. Like kinda, Lynch type, like Marshawn Lynch type, he just says the same thing over if they ask him again. Fine. Yeah. But you know, the thing is, it's very weird because he wasn't driving the car. Right. That, and it, uh, of course, just a terrible situation, but apparently there was no liquor involved. And oh, okay. like I said the other day, basically, we've all been there. We've all been 23, 24, and you think you're invincible, except we've never been, 
you know, top-notch athletes who just came off winning a national title. It sounds like these guys were out. They were having some fun. It ended tragically because, yeah. you know, they did something dumb. But I don't know that this kid, based on what we've seen, can be held accountable for this tragedy. I think it was just a bad thing that happened. And that's, that's kind of it. And I think we'll learn more. We have time to learn. All right, Bobby Bones, Rich Eisen will be back with us in a second. But of course, you know, very, you know, a horrible situation, a horrible thing that yeah, happened. And obviously happened. he's going to have to live with this because these were his friends and people he, you know, hung out with, were teammates with, spent time with. So that alone is always nothing really that you can do to this kid is going to be worse than I'm sure the guilt he's feeling right. just because even though if it wasn't his fault, you were there. These were my friends. Well, the this human happened. part of it. Yes, yeah, the, the human, human element. We forget yeah. the times that people you see on TV or or listen to on the radio or podcast, they're actual human beings. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he might be, you know, six, whatever, and 300 pounds yeah. and can bench press a house, but he's still in the big scheme of things, a kid, and he's still a human being. And like I said, this is going to weigh on them. But I don't know that this should cost him his future based upon what we know right now and the fact that it's two misdemeanors again even if he didn't say what they were exactly he just said two misdemeanors a misdemeanor aside from the, the people and yet i just we just want to keep saying this so people don't think we're losing the sensitivity of it because two people died but it's two misdemeanors and if it were anything else it would be like two misdemeanors that's easy you, you even if they're, you're guilty of them you do a little community service you pick up some trash you recoup in your back yeah but because Again, of the tragedy part of it, he wasn't driving. You're right, he wasn't driving. He wasn't drinking. We're just going to learn more is my only point with this. And it's almost like I want to beat the nail with the hammers. Like we have to, as a society, learn, like sit back sometimes and just go, I need to learn a few more things before I start shooting my mouth off. So that's what's up. We'll come back with Rich Eyes in a second. Also, Craig Kilborn, which I'm super pumped about. Rich and Craig, are you kidding me? I'm Bobby Bones. 